Hello, guys, and welcome back to another episode of You Get Snatched. Um, you're here with your boy, Ewart, and your girl, Latoya. Hey. Um, and we're bringing you another um, kind of like mini episode to our, um, a min- another mini-sode <laughs> to our <laughs> interim season called You Get Snatched. Um, and this one, again, like our Christmas one, we really hope that you enjoyed uh, some of the chit-chat, the festive chit-chat, um, and equally our presence list um, from the last uh, mini-sode. Um, and this one is going to be a bit of a special kind of review of 2020 I think for all of us 2020 has been um a challenge Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, and we uh, thought it would be good to almost just review some of the highs um but then equally some of the lows as well um and yeah just look forward to 2021 which will be better I hope. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Thanks, <laughs> So, yeah, so Latoya, like, how was 2020 uh, for you? Oh, do you know what? Now that we're at the end of it, I feel like bits that happened have been a blur. Like, as in, like, when I was within mm. that moment and it felt really, like, shitty, it felt like mm. the whole world was ending. And now that I've kind of yeah. come to the end of it, I spoke to my mum yesterday and she just said to be grateful that we that those of us who've made it to the end, we've made it here, which is, is so true Absolutely. because some people yeah. have lost loved ones this year, um, haven't seen yeah. loved ones this year, have been isolated. So that really put it into perspective for me that despite like, you know, our kind of civil liberties being taken away in terms of like not being able to see friends or go out or just do your normal day-to-day stuff actually mm. and it sounds so sounds so corny but like I have my health and you know not yeah. everyone has had that same blessing so 2020 was definitely a roller coaster but it, it felt like an isolated roller coaster and I feel like everybody yeah. that I've spoken to has had their own personal roller coaster that they've gone through by themselves or with their immediate family or immediate partners that no one's been privy to because normally you would catch up with friends or you'd speak on the phone or you, you know, do a little something. And now everyone's sort of been going through stuff alone, including myself. And to be honest, you, cause you feel like physically isolated from people. Yeah. You sort of mentally isolate yourself as well, which is not the best. Um, but as I said, like, it's been really, really interesting. That's such a rubbish word to use, but it has been. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I wish it hadn't started that way because when it was uh, 2019, I was like, yes, fuck the last decade. But, but, here's the next 10 years. Woo! Because, like, the 10 years previous, woo, that was a challenge in itself. So I was like, yes, okay, here we go. 2020, right. Yeah. And then it was like, third month of the year, like, you couldn't even make it up. So I just yeah. feel like I'm happy for, to see the back of this year, but there ha- it hasn't been the worst, but I'm happy to see the back of it, basically. What about you? Yeah, I think, you know what, everything that you said um, definitely kind of rings true. Mm-hmm. Um, I think 2020 has just been, uh, for me, I think it's been a bit of a mess. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Just a bit of a mess in terms of, um, obviously with the whole COVID situation, mm-hmm. going into lockdown, I think it really tested uh, my mental agility and my mm. mental health as well. Um, I think where I'm such an active, extroverted person, like, you know, who really enjoys going into the office and seeing friends and going for dinner and having drinks and going clubbing, when everything kind of just locked down and I was just like, I'm in the four walls of this house, mm-hmm. um, it was super, super intense. And I think it was also what made, 
made it intense as well as obviously I know I've probably mentioned I've mentioned in previous episodes that I went through counselling at the same time so then when you're in the house and you can't go and see like your, your my boyfriend or um, friends or go to work there was no almost escapism the only thing that I had was the white walls and my thoughts so that was quite, mm-hmm. quite intense but you know what I do feel that there was definitely some um, some positives that came out of being in this whole lockdown of 2020 as well I reconnected for, with my love of reading which is awesome oh um, I did so yeah I read quite a, a lot of books um, I started I made uh, quite a few cakes as well <laughs> I'm not going to lie you know my rum and raisin cake is Popping, popping, <laughs> popping. Um, I did. There's, there were some fuck ups. I'm not going to lie with the with the cake, right? Because <laughs> over the now, this is going to sound really like you're going to be like, really, you're. I have always baked cakes using the grill and oven functionality of oh, the oven instead of the okay. oven, and that's because I don't understand the symbols. Right. So I'm looking at the symbols and like, but you know what it is? I think because I'm taking. Uh, everyone in the household they've always used that functionality so I'm like oh yeah that must be the oven no 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 no, that's not the oven that's the oven and the grill so when I'm making cakes the cake is burning off you know at the top and not cooking on the inside and also I cooked Derek's birthday cake right (laughs) and Derek's birthday cake was burned up at the top until I had to chisel off like the bird bit right (laughs) and then like put strawberries in the middle etc etc don't get twisted it was saved obviously and it tasted banging right I'm talking about like we had like Oreo cookies in there. We had Oreos cookies, <laughs> chocolate in there. Galaxy, it was banging. It was the household really enjoyed it. I'm not gonna lie, um, <laughs> but yeah, I found my my love for cooking. Um, and actually, I think you know what? It really allowed uh, me to consider and be appreci- and appreciate um, the people in my life. So I think yeah. that that's something that's quite um, important. But yeah, I think to your point. I'm glad that, you know, it's coming to the end and mm-hmm. I have been able to see the end because I appreciate that it's been super tough for people. Some people haven't necessarily made it. So for, in that respect, I'm mm-hmm. super, super grateful for sure. Definitely. Which of your lockdowns was the favourite? Lockdown one? Let's 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 do the like the top of the pops, yeah. So we had lockdown oh one, which was the first one, yeah, which is where we all yeah. went home, working from home, all furlough, one or the other. Um, everything was shut. You could only exercise for one hour a day. Then you had, was it lockdown two in the, just before summer? Did we have a little bit of freedom? Then it was lockdown two. Am I correct? Yeah. There was like another one. Then we had Eat Out to Help Out. And mm-hmm. then we've had what I class as lockdown three, point A, B, C, D, tier one, tier two, tier three, which is extended. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like, which is just, anyway, a madness. Yeah. Like, which yeah. one do you think tested you the most and which one did you were you just like okay here we go it's fine like or you were just okay with all oh, of them it has to be the first one yeah yeah it has to be the first one the first one was nuts mm-hmm. and I think because nobody I think everybody went through it we didn't know what it actually meant in mm-hmm. terms of like lockdown lockdown we didn't know when we were coming out you had like all the guidelines and they were changing left right and centre one mm-hmm. minute I can go and meet a friend outside next minute I can't go and meet a friend outside I can't sit on a park bench oh, I was God. like what is this yeah I'm not yeah it was it was a madness like was. I think that was quite that was super super tough and as I said I think because I wasn't necessarily working for what, like four months, four or five mm. months at a time. So I'm sitting there, either like reading, crying, working out, <laughs> miserable, being a bitch, 
laughing like it was just like I went through all these like different emotions Imagine. I think that like, yeah that was the hardest one and these times I was scared to go back to work it took me about six weeks you know when mm-hmm. I went back from Thurlow it took me six weeks to get back into the swing of things and I was just like what I'm doing is not even challenging like yeah. you know what I mean like it's not it's not hard, but it just took me a while to kind of get back into the swing of things. Um, so yeah, that was that. I think yeah, the first lockdown for me was tough for you. What about you? Yeah, the first one was 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 tough. So, for as I mentioned in the Christmas episode, I had a baby this year, so I was pregnant <laughs> with some of this lockdown business. Um, and having a pandemic pregnancy is something that I think only another pandemic mother can understand. Uh, my child was planned, by the way. It wasn't created in the uh, locked rooms of lockdown. <laughs> Sorry. I just want to say, I was pregnant before lockdown. So, you know, I just want to get that out there. That it wasn't like we were bored and then like we made a baby. Not that that's what's happened to everybody else. But I'm just saying that was not the plan. Yeah. It was, I went on yeah. holiday. I came back. Like I was pregnant. I came, went on holiday, came back. Getting ready to have my uh, scan. Uh, you know, the, 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 to check everything was okay. And then it was like, okay, well, um, it's like, yeah, when you go home on Friday, like, yeah, don't come back in on Monday, just set the laptop, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, okay then. Right. So I, in my mind's eye, I was coming back to work in May. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. And then May turned into June and June turned into July. And I was just like, okay, well, I guess I'm not coming back to work before having this baby. And it was very like mm-hmm. weird because I never, I obviously I did see my colleagues in the end. Um, we, we did see each other in the summer just before I had the baby, but they never saw me pregnant. As in like, it's just, you mm-hmm. see me from above, like chest level up. And you yeah. just got to assume that I'm telling the truth because that's it. Yeah. I knew yeah. I was telling the truth because, you know, the benefits were I could have morning sickness in peace in my house. So not having to like, yeah, it was tough, man. That's another episode, but morning sickness is another level of, something else um at least i could just run to the toilet and vomit in peace like yeah. you know and sometimes it was horrific so yeah it was very the first one was tough and also for me because also my hormones were all over the place was thinking yeah. i haven't seen my mum like i hadn't seen my mum or my family since january because like i'd seen them in january mm-hmm. after new year's february just came and went then i went on holiday beginning of march so i was like oh I just hadn't seen them. Obviously, I was talking to them all the time, but I just kept having this anxious thing of like, I'm not going to see my family and I I really need Mm. my family at the moment. So that was very, 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 very tough. But um, I think for me, I had the opposite because I was still working. Work kept me going. Work actually kept me sane. Even when I didn't want to get up and go to the laptop and open up and whatever, it actually kept me sane that first, that first lockdown but I mean I remember like I was scared to breathe outside in the street I had like the, the proper mask on my face you know the one they do for construction that shit on my face <laughs> walking down the street because mom was like you need to make sure you wear a mask so I had the mask on my face like I was scared to breathe and that when joggers came near me I was like oh my god like you know trying to move away from there like yeah <laughs> that comes out of their mouth when they're running um so that was pretty bad but then for me actually this the summer one was quite hard because that was when like we were able to leave the house and like go out and stuff and I um was in a lot of agony at that point because I'd hit like the third trimester Mm. and I couldn't enjoy it and I was so pissed because like okay now I can finally Mm. go out and do stuff and I'm in agony so I can't even like Mm. I couldn't enjoy it I did try to eat out to help out a couple times not gonna lie I did I did you know what it was actually quite nice you know (laughs) 
it was fine. Like, you know, it was good. Let's try a few different restaurants. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Lockdown, this tier one that we're just in, we're in tier four for anyone who doesn't know, we're London based podcasters, but we're in tier four. <laughs> and um, I have to say, I wasn't shocked. I knew that was going to happen. I just had a feeling that it was too good to be true that they were going to give us five days for Christmas and we were going to be allowed to enjoy it with the numbers going up so much. Oh, this can't be true. But it was just the mm. way that it was dropped. It was a way that it was oh, given yeah. at 4 p.m. on a Saturday. Yeah. It was horrible. Yeah. I was, was like, like, literally, I was like, what is going on? Yeah. There was no, like, no warm up. Nope. Like, historically what we've done before we've gone into lockdown there's been right you know what numbers are increasing we're locking yeah. down on this day etc yeah. etc right literally the announcement came out at four o'clock yeah 12 12 like midnight yeah. we were in tier four i was just like i don't actually understand it. i remember uh-huh. like my boyfriend ringing me was like have you seen the news i was like no it's just like london's going into tier four and i was like what the hell is tier four what right. is that like i thought there's only three tiers and no there's tier four i was like oh you know what i'm done drop yeah. me out i'm finished i was finished and i thought that's okay it's okay it's fine you know it was a dis- bit disappointing we had to change our christmas plans slightly but we were we were okay oh, it wasn't the worst yeah. but i did feel for people who were spending it by themselves or had no choice now sure. like you didn't know if mm. you were going to be driving on the motorway and the feds were going to stop you you didn't know what was going to happen you're going to get you know what i mean i was scared yeah, i said no, is uber sure. cooperating with the police here you book your uber it's, it's true you know it's true. Incognito, sunglasses, mask, hoods. <laughs> For those of you listeners to the podcast who know my incognito look, you know what I'm talking about. Yes. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything else. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm like, I can't hide. I've got a baby. Where I'm am I going with my baby on Christmas Day? Exactly. Just, let me say my house. So I have to say, like, yeah, the, this last one has just been a joke. I've just, yeah. you know, whatever. It's whatever. Yeah, this is my incognito look. I don't know if you can Oh see. my god, <laughs> I wish, yeah, I wish and I you know what cracks me up? My incognito look, right? And my boy Leon was just like, Yeah, but that's not incognito, like, do you know what I mean? Like, you're six foot tea and you got a big ass parker on, and then Kim Kardashian big ass glasses. <laughs> I was like, Okay. <laughs> Eddie. The mask was good, though. No, let me tell you about that mask, yeah. Whew, when you don't want to do your makeup, I was just getting away with just doing eyebrows, if that sometimes, because that's all like yeah. you can see above the mask. That's yeah. it. Like, yeah. like you said, put on a cap, put your hood on, masked up, good to go. Apparently, the sales of like all eye makeup has massively increased, and lips, like lipsticks wow. and things have gone down because we can't. What's the point when lipstick? It gets all over your yes, mask. Right. So, you know, you see eyelashes, you know, there's a lot you can you can say with your eyes with people when you've got your mask on, yeah. you know, there's a lot of communication going on there. So, um, yeah. But yeah. it's quite um, daunting. Like I had um, an osteopath session whilst I was pregnant, I went mm. to see an osteopath. And when you see them, they just wear masks. So, you know, you don't, you know, like you normally have that rapport with like doctor, physio, whoever, you see their face. So, you know what's going on. Yeah. But it yeah. was a man and he's got a mask on and all I can see is his eyes. And it's very like, this is very like, I don't know. I felt like I was in a horror movie. I know he was a nice guy, but like, it's a bit intense. It's a little bit intense. And I'm like, I feel very vulnerable. You know, I'm pregnant and got a mask on. It's just, and you got to talk. And like, he was like, (laughs) like, oh, where are you going? Are you going to go on holiday next year? And I'm like, I really can't do this because it's just, 
eyes are the window to the soul, right? So it's very like... Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I felt like, not naked, but I felt naked. I wasn't naked, but I felt yeah. naked because yeah. all, all I can see is the eyes. So masks have their benefits, but I still definitely think, I know for like babies, especially like my daughter, like she gets confused when the mask is on. She just doesn't, she'll yag, drag it off your face because... Like, can you imagine all these babies are seeing like their parents at home, maskless, and they go out and all the masks mm. are on their face. It's like, it's weird. So, um, yeah. yeah, mask fashion. If anyone wants to create something a little bit more fashionable, I'm just doing the blue ones yeah. at the moment. I can't be bothered. I've tried the fabric ones. It's not for me. I can't breathe in that. Yeah, you know, the, med- the medical, yeah, just the, the blue medical yeah. ones, they're just easy and you can just throw them away. But like the other ones, if you get the material ones, they have to fit like a glove to the yes. size of your face. Yes. And I, I'm struggling. I'm trying to go over the lips and my lips are big. <laughs> and then when you're trying to, and then obviously, because my lips are big and I'm trying to communicate, right? My lips are eating the mask. So the mask is falling down past the nose. I just, <laughs> it's just too much. So I'm like, you know what? Just always go for the medicated ones because you can just put it on the nose put it underneath your chin and actually it works best I can communicate with people yeah. people can hear me the masks are not coming down the only thing is though it's really annoying because I look at other people when they're talking their masks right and mm. it's so I love my nose right and I love <laughs> like my black man features right love it. but sometimes I'm like people can see the mask like going in my nose because my <laughs> nose is so big my nose is so big right? and I'm trying to breathe every single time they look at me you've just got like these two things basically just going like literally it's like the Euro tunnel bruv like literally like the mask is disappearing up my nose because my nose is so big right so that's just I need to kind of like if anyone can make a mask a medical mask that doesn't go up your nose or make a mask oh that's right God. for you its nose that would be great like, yeah. you know, drop us, drop us a message, guys. Snapshot podcast. Follow and drop <laughs> us a message. That'd be great. <laughs> On Instagram. Oh, God. Well, I was going to say, like, <laughs> has, like, the lockdown, do you think, or any of the lockdowns, because, I mean, that's the biggest thing of this year, really, in the UK, isn't it? Just this lockdown yeah. business. But do you think it's it's created any positive changes in yourself? You said about reading. You've started reading more. Like, it's helped you connect with some people a little bit better. Like, what yeah. what has been the positive things that come out of it? I think, yeah, definitely reading. Um, I mm-hmm. think the first one, I think I read through, like, I think I got through, like, 12, 15 books. Mm-hmm. And these books are not, like, small books, right? Um, I wrote Michelle, Michelle Obama, and that book is big, mm-hmm. right? But very, very, very good. Um, so, yeah, I definitely, like, you know, reconnected with, like, reading um, and actually reconnected with actually being still and being quiet mm-hmm. and actually it's okay yeah that I think that when you're working obviously when everyone's working we're operating 100 miles per hour and then you know go, you go to work on a Wednesday then the friends text you fancy a drink yeah I've had a stressful day you go out after work you end mm-hmm. up being hungover going to work the next day then you actually repeat it so it's actually quite nice to just be like still and silent so that mm-hmm. was quite a positive I think that and I think that really supported kind of like as I said like that self-reflection um that was quite cool um I think definitely it made me connect with doing like passion project so obviously we launched snatched which is great. Um, and I think that yeah I think that's it's important that people do have a passion project and really think about and yeah just utilize and flex your creative muscle because I had all that time um I think another positive that's actually come out of 2020 and this is for me is that I feel that a lot of beautiful babies have been born Oh, a lot, of, a lot of beautiful babies have been born, and yeah. shout them out. My little dumpling Cass, uh, um, my Miss Belly, 
Oh. She knows who she is. I've got a wife called Saf. Ah. Um, we've got mummy and grandmummy's boy. They yeah. know who they are. And then obviously we've got Miss Couture Chanel. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> a lot of babies have been born. And I think that's been, you know what? And I know like, I know we're obviously in our last one of our episodes in um, Growing Pains, mm-hmm. uh, Don't Police My Pussy, Slash Return to Sender. Yeah. You know what? We talked about kids, but actually I do feel the babies in my life have made mm. 2020 manageable, if yes. that makes sense. Because yes. actually you look at them and it's, it's almost a distraction, mm-hmm. almost. I so I, I'm quite... I, I think those have kind of been like the massive positives that's come out. I definitely think that, yeah, I think my family has become closer. Mm-hmm. We've got to become closer to uh, my boyfriend as well. Yeah. Um, and we are kind of understand. Although, like, it was quite hard for us, actually, because at one point it got quite intense. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was in the first lockdown. And I think it's yeah. just because everyone was just acting a bit crazy and we mm-hmm. didn't really know what was going on. So, But yeah, I would say those are kind of the positives that's come out. What about yeah, you? Yeah, I definitely think like the Well, just to your point about relationships, I think a lot of people's relationships were tested with this lockdown yeah. situation. I've heard a lot of people breaking up, not quite making it through to the other yeah. side because it was, you're thrown in, especially if you live with the person, you're thrown into a situation where you're with them 24 seven, seven yeah. days a week. There's no break from when you leave your desk or close your laptop to that commute home where you've got a little bit of time to think before you walk through the front door. You're just walking into the kitchen, there they are. Do you know what I mean? You walk into the bedroom, mm. there they are. Everywhere you turn, they're in your face. <laughs> Like, you know, the people that had kids, I salute you when you had, you had children at home as well. I salute you because the kids were running up and down in my building. I had enough. I had enough. Listen. And I, <laughs> 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 all the, listen, yeah, I do agree with you. Salute to them parents and the yeah. kids at home because listen, yeah. if you don't keep that shit tight and right, right. <laughs> They are going to be running amok yeah. up in your house. They're running amok, literally. And I think people, parents have a newfounded, a, a, a newfounded respect yeah. for teachers, 110%. Because you're trying to there be the parent, trying to work from home, bringing the bacon to pay the bills, to put clothes on your kidneys back and school them at the same time. Yeah. Oh, no, sorry. You know what? This is the reasons why I just don't think kids are for me. <laughs> I, do, I love babies, but I just don't think they're for me. I don't it's have the patience. Good. Yeah. Very intense. I spoke to a few parents. I know that it was getting a little bit, it's getting a little bit sticky. They were waiting for that school to open up quick time in, was it June it reopened? They were like, yep, get them like back. Yep, get them out of the house. Yeah. Even though they are the super spreaders, just saying. But yeah, get them back oh, to school. Um, but yeah, I think it tested a lot of people. I think, um, luckily for myself, it was actually quite positive for my own mm. relationship. I'm, uh, you know, I'm not going to talk about my relationship in detail, but it's very positive for us. So she, as expectant parents, it works in building mm. like a better communication and mm. just trying to be supportive of one another whilst going through whatever's going on, worrying about your family, worrying about your friends, and then also trying to keep your home life together. So it was definitely like yeah. very positive for us in a weird way. It was great. Awesome. Um, obviously That's having good. a baby was a, a positive thing it that is my present of 2020 is the best thing that happened to me this year not the first couple of weeks i'm not gonna lie to you because people want to talk about newborns people need to tell the truth about newborns they cry a lot yeah don't you oh, yeah. a lot they, they're very demanding let's let's give the tea okay it's not really that enjoyable at the beginning I, like not not to say i didn't love my child but i was like come on now this is this is what i signed up for no one told me about the tea for this but now we've come through the other side. 
<laughs> now through the other side um it's a very enjoyable experience and it's one of the like best things that happened that just keep me going like it gives you something to not to live yeah it's something to live for that's that's what you're living for um yeah and obviously like just even small things being able to like still have a job even though I'm on maternity leave but just I'm grateful for that um and also like I think with friends and stuff you get to know them in a different way because you're not seeing them as much so you have to talk to them and actually communicate with them in different ways and I'm just happy that they're all still here do you know what I mean like I think if this thing was scary and you didn't know if anyone was going to make it and I'm just so grateful that everyone in my life is still here because I know that not that's not the same for everybody with what's happened with this pandemic so it's been positive in terms of myself I'm like you I'm, I think I'm an extrovert and this forced me to become an introvert without my own choice I was pissed actually because I like to go out you know, people know me. I like to have a little rave. They used to call me the dance ho queen. So I basically just felt like, yeah, wow, I can't go nowhere. I mean, I was pregnant. Where am I going anyway? But I might have wanted to drop down and get my eagle on with my bump. That that was a possibility. But it made me, like you said, still. Yeah, it made me still. It made me kind of realise that um, it's okay to go into yourself. It's okay to actually just take a moment, take a breath and just be appreciative and also it's okay to be upset because like you know I saw things people were being a bit like oh people just worry about not going on holiday and things like that for me like I like I love to travel that's my thing I love to travel and I was not able to do any of that stuff so it it was quite depressing (laughs) um yeah it was quite depressing but actually as I said it was time to be still time to appreciate being at home um and time to just really just take stock I think I think that's the most important thing but I know that for other people's mental health it's not as simple as that you might not have been able to take stock you might have found no positives in this year and I think that's okay to say if you thought this year was 100% it was 100% shit it's fine to say that um but I guess gratitude attitude as people would say to find the small thing I love that just to find the small thing yeah because I think when I think about last year and this year I mean we had like a lot of celebrity deaths, like which were really, really sad. But I was thinking to myself, we was did. there more celebrity deaths, or is it that we had more time to take it in because we weren't so mm. on the go all the time? I mean, the Chadwick Boseman mm. one that, that hit hard. Crying, but Chadwick Boseman that I really cried. Yeah, I really that, that hit hard. Just to know that he was suffering like that, like yeah. I mean, just that was it stage four cancer like you're not that's hard stage four cancer for four years yeah. i think he might have probably he probably filmed black panther or was yeah. just coming to the end of filming black panther um and he had that diagnosis mm-hmm. and that's mad because like literally no one knew yeah. um and it's just like it was so sudden as well yeah. um and it shows like how strong he was mm-hmm. um and he he was just super epic but I agree with you like I was in beards yeah um and I think as well I think definitely for like the black community um and I can only talk from like a black boy experience perspective but like literally from seeing Black Panther um and the way he portrayed you know T'Challa um it and I put something on my Instagram in the post where you know what he definitely reminded me of like I can be a superhero and actually all the magic that we have as black men mm-hmm. um and i think the movie was just so powerful because it just it it empowered um 
not necessarily just black people, everybody mm-hmm. and women as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And women as well. Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, that was that was a hard one. That hit me hard. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I, think I watched Black Panther the next day afterwards. I just had to watch it. Um, and I cried. I cried, especially the end scene. I cried again. Because um, when it came out, like, there were some people that were like, oh, it's not, it wasn't that good. I didn't think it was all that whatever do you know i just thought you're miserable like at the end of the day like i agree with you it's not black panther was not meant to be some social political commentary on you know the status yeah. of black superheroes it is similar to like any other marvel film it's a superhero film it's not meant to be like saving the planet and for me it was like empowering young black children as well because having that mm-hmm. superhero i was just saying the other day i was having a chat um and saying that like why I used to love Spice Girls and why I loved Mel B because even though like she's mixed race or whatever but to me she was the black person in that group who was in the number one uh, band in the world and I I just loved Scary Spice because it's like oh there's someone who is like me who is famous or who is this and who's that so I think with Black Panther the amount of kids that dressed up as T'Challa or or as Black Panther or dressed up as any of the other characters within the film that is, I cannot wait for my daughter to watch it. I can't, I can't wait. Like, literally, I'm going to be course, like, yeah. we're going to watch Black Panther. This is, this is our yeah. film. You know, black yeah. people, we don't, we don't get a lot, even though we give a lot. And that, that, and, you know, we are the culture, but we are not always the culture that's wanted. So I feel like Black Panther is for us and I'm going to enjoy it as a black woman. Yeah, no, it's true. Yeah, and you know what? What's really powerful, right? And again, another thing that obviously happened, obviously there was other deaths as well. So we had like Sean Connery, you know, uh, Barbara Windsor, there's others. And I do think to you, like, I I like the question that you just said in terms of, was it that a lot of celebrities died or did we just have a lot of time to Mm. kind of like, and space that we were in a situation a lot. But on the back of when you're turning and talking about you know, Black Panther and how powerful it was. And actually, we don't necessarily, as Black people have, we don't get a lot, although we give a lot. I 110% agree. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, it, it, it's, it really came to the surface with obviously the death of George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and all that mm-hmm. jokes and like the, the the rise of Black Lives Matter. Um, and for me, I have a view, right? Um, and it kind of links into what you're telling and saying, um, because I feel that sometimes I'm, we are, as a black man, I can speak from my experience, yeah. but equally I can speak from the black experience as well. Mm-hmm. I think that we're dictated to when we want to be British mm-hmm. and when we cannot be British. Yeah. And that's something that really came to the forefront. I was like, shit, no, actually, that's, that's mad interesting. Like, I feel that when we're able, we can, our culture can be taken, your coconut water, da 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 da, all this jazz, you're off right, blah, blah, blah. But actually, when you're celebrating, for example, the Sainsbury's Christmas advert. Oh, God. Yeah. Right? Oh, no, we can't. Oh, but no, so that's not Christmas. Well, mm-hmm. what, what do you mean? Because that's not a British Christmas. But hold on, these times that I'm born here. Yeah. So, like, you can't dictate to me when you want to embrace my culture and embrace everything that's about like, you know, being Jamaican or being black or whatever. And then when you're ready, you then tell me to actually, no, that's, that's, that's not Christmas. That's not British. Mm-hmm. Uh, does that make sense? It does a hundred percent. And I'm just like, yeah, that that's really interesting. And I think that's something that really came to the forefront during like 2020 for me yeah. as well. Um, and like how I, I think, Another thing that really irritating, well, irritating, it really grinds my gears. Um, but it's quite interesting that obviously, um, 
yeah, with the with the rise of Black Lives Matter, people are putting obviously the black squares on oh, Instagram and stuff, oh, don't right? Get and like, listen, for all our viewers, we love you. If you put your black square, you know, stand in solidarity with others, that's brilliant, and I love that. But for, I didn't do that. No, I didn't either. And the reasons why I didn't do that, the reasons why I I, I chose not to do that, is because I hadn't connected with what my contribution needs to be mm-hmm. to the movement, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, for me, it's not about just posting the black square. I think for me is I need to really connect with what am I going to do differently that mm-hmm. empowers and lifts up my fellow black brothers? What am I going to do to fight for the inequality? What charities I'm going to support? How am I going to educate myself? Mm-hmm. How am I going to hold myself accountable for when I fuck up and I act with some shaggery, do you know what I mean? Towards like, towards my fellow black brothers. So I didn't post that square on Instagram because it, for me, it was just basically a gimmick. Mm. But that does not mean whoever posted the black square, if you've done it for your reasons, you have your reasons. But I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't I do think that. Because after a while, like think- my whole tweet, it was just a lot. Yeah, I think some people, they, they posted it like, and I think they posted it because... I think some people did post it because they were doing the blackout and I totally understand that, like why it was done. Um, For me, it was more brands that I had the issue with and also influencers who were posting. Some of them even deleted the square afterwards. So obviously you don't care that much. Um, I do not like performative um, social media politics, social media activists. I don't like it. Like if you're going to sit online and give me a quote about, or give me some long paragraph with a picture of you standing outside a shop eating ice cream, but telling me black lives matter. I'm a little bit confused because uh, oh, people saying how to educate yourself and they'll be putting all these links out to read. Did you really read any of them? Or are you just putting up because you've got one black influencer <laughs> friend who did it and now you're copying and putting it out there as well. Like black trauma is not porn for people to enjoy and i stand by that every single day it is not here for you to for it to be social commentary to be flavor of the month and then forgotten about like we do this shit every single day and the thing with the black lives now i mean it brought up so many memories of myself small big i mean there's some people that i there's someone i know on social media who is quite a, a a big influencer actually who posted a black square who was actually racist towards me about 10 Thanks. years ago and I actually Man. called her out in a message on Facebook because I messaged her and I said, do you remember when you did this? Um, yeah. you know, she was complaining about um, being uh, discriminated, can't speak, sorry guys, discriminated against because of her weight. And I said, do you recall discriminating against me because of my skin colour? At least you can put on or lose weight. Unless I bleach, I can't change the colour of my skin, but you felt okay Absolutely. to be racist about that. Mate, she didn't even reply. But now I see you doing big... I stand in solidarity and I won't bait the person out because I'm not that person. I, you know, she never apologized to me. She never said sorry. But that affected me because I thought, wow, you think I'm really worth nothing because I'm black. Mm. And, and now that it's, it's in fashion, or maybe you've learned, maybe you really have grown. But if that's the case, then I think that it would be less performative. And so therefore, mm. 
I'm not going to follow what any influencer says about any of this stuff. And also I choose to avoid watching a lot of these videos. Now, the last one I watched was George Floyd and that really disturbed me quite a lot because it was so upsetting. And after that, I just said, no more. I can't buy into this. If it's going on, I'll read about the story. I'll see what's going on, but I'm not going to watch any more videos of my black brothers and sisters being slaughtered across the timeline in whatever country it is, whether it's what's happening in Nigeria, whether it's what's happening in America, whether it's people being shot up in the streets in the UK. I'm not watching it anymore because these yeah, are humans. This is not film. This is not like something for us to entertain ourselves with. This is actually people's family members. Sorry. <laughs> for sure. No, no, no. Absolutely. I agree. And I absolutely agree with you. I think um, I, I'm like you. I try to avoid watching those videos. But I do feel that some people, it is, um, it's quite hard not to watch. Yeah. And I think because we've been so desensitized to it, it's easier to watch. Not saying that it's, e- that's not the right word I'm trying to, that I'm trying to use. Um, I think we have become, um, so used to seeing mm-hmm. that in films, in media, in the news, yeah. then actually, I think, as I said, yeah, I think we're quite desensitized to it. Mm-hmm. But I agree with you in terms of, yeah, not like, watching any more videos because, yeah, it does, it's quite traumatic. It you know, is. It's traumatic. Like, it's not like so, you're watching a film and you know, it's, you know, it goes cut and then the person wakes up from the floor and it's like, yeah, onto the next yeah. scene. That person's then dead. dead. Like, yeah. And they're not getting up again. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, I I think, you know, for 2021, like, if Black Lives Matter, they should still matter next year. Like, let's Absolutely. go forward with actually not necessarily Absolutely. always doing stuff online. Like, I did stuff offline. You know, I put my, my hand in my pocket and I contributed to stuff because yeah. I felt that, that was what Same. I wanted to do. I didn't want to do a black square. That was me. Yeah. But I think that if that's what the case, then let's 2021, if the issues are not going to go away, if anything, they might get a little bit worse post-Brexit. Yeah, just saying, yeah. out there. <laughs> I mean, are, are we going to talk about Mexit? I leave that to you. We're going to talk about Mexit. We're going to talk about Mexit. So okay. yeah, so something a little bit different, guys. In comparison to the last topic that we kind of discussed, but their race has got definitely got something to do. Of with course, it. Um, we're going to talk about Mexit because mm-hmm. I have a particular. I feel a certain way, right? I. I don't understand, right? I like um, uh, Meg, Megan. I think that she's great. I think yeah. she's beautiful. I love the way that she's a black woman. Um, I, I like Harry as well. Always been the bit of the rebel out of the two brothers. Yes. You know, that picture that he was, where we saw his bum in Vegas or whatever. He's just living his life. Do you <laughs> know what I mean? He's not going to be the person who's in line for the throne. I don't even think he wants to, mm-hmm. right? I don't think he wants it. He wants to live his life. So when Harry finally meets a good, good woman there, she got her own money, right? She's mm-hmm. lovely. Everyone's got something to say. Why are we so bothered whether mm-hmm. or not that she's hate, whether they've decided to step down from rule duties and move to Los Angeles, California, wherever they're Why are the British people so bothered mm-hmm. why is it because that she's black is it because she's an actress and actually she wore a skirt that was above the knee it doesn't matter <laughs> leave her alone she loved him he loved her obviously they have their issues like any damn relationship yeah. they've got a beautiful little child archie who is just so cute you can so tell cute. that Lois is black i just yeah. think he's so cute he's so cute but just leave her alone the yeah. stuff that i've seen on twitter the racial slurs yeah. on twitter news reporters dragging her left right and center you guys are going listen she ain't yeah. paying your bills leave her alone leave them alone i don't think every single media channel basically drags her but I'm just, it's just annoying that there's so much focus around her and we're so bothered. The reality of it is, I do think it's because that she was getting popular. They were both getting more popular than um, William and Kate. 
Mm. Although I think they're quite a little bit of a stunning couple. I think, yeah, they're getting more popular. Um, And another thing, I'm just thinking to myself, instead of us spotlighting on the real issues, like Prince Philip nearly running over two, well, had a car crash in his Range Rover with two women, because that happened this Mm. year. Oh God, that did, didn't it? That happened this year. He was in a car and he flipped the Range Rover. He flipped it. Wow. I, thank God he's all right. But he nearly dead off two women. We should be spotlighting that. Yeah. Let's also remember Prince Andrew, sex allegations. Come on now. Yeah. Right? But you're running down Meghan and Harry. Leave them alone. Leave them alone. I agree. <laughs> the media definitely uh, plays a big part in, like, I guess... Yeah, spinning everything. Like, it's just very, very concerning. Like, she's a woman at the end of the day. I mean, I read her piece that she did about her miscarriage, which was very, very, um, very, very sad to read. And to think that she was getting dragged in the media while that was happening. She was pregnant with her second child. Um, And then on top of that, like, you know, they just recently released their Christmas card. Obviously, it was Christmas. And I'm seeing again on Twitter, people dragging, how this is not a proper Christmas card because obviously they pixelated. The picture's kind of artistic. So they p- pixelated the child's face. I thought that's because last time when the child picture come out, you don't want to be replacing the picture with a picture of a gorilla or a chimpanzee. That all of that nonsense was oh, going wow. on. So you know yeah. what? If that's me, you know, you know who who I rate <laughs> Beyonce for this reason because Beyonce you don't know shit about her life. My girl's probably got a secret Instagram yeah. where she's Korean people. She got a secret Snapchat. Nobody knows what it is. Like you know what I mean? She probably got a secret Twitter <laughs> account. All sorts. You don't know. Yeah. Even now, we still to this day, we don't know what happened in that elevator. We'll never know what happened in that elevator with Jay Z and Solange. But she keeps her life offline. And yeah. as I've gotten older, I really appreciate that because I feel like some of these newer celebrities, too much tea has been spilled in the news. I, I just, I, I cannot get over it. Keep your private yeah. life private. And I think that's what Megan's yeah. doing. We've got, like how can they do the they can't do a crown the crown series about Meghan and Harry what what content are you going to have because you're not going to have yeah. no private Diana's life was all out there in the papers God I rest know, her auntie Diana rest in peace okay like that's my auntie you know what you know the black people are love of diary you know hey I, <laughs> I cried and I was like what 10 11 I can't remember but I like that's my auntie same <laughs> yeah same same, same. <laughs> auntie Diana we love you <laughs> Yeah, so you know, look at how the media tore her apart. We don't need that again. Yeah. We don't need to. We don't need to be doing like you know what happened with Caroline Flack because that was this year as well, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And like we know, we all kept saying be kind, be kind. That's what I kept seeing. But five minutes, five minutes later, it, we can forget kindness because we can drag someone else online. Share your opinion in your group chat with your friends. Send it in a text, talk to your friend in person, but you do not need to put, not everything needs to be posted online because there's too many people. Mm. We had also the, you know, not to bring politics into it, but the whole Labour Party scandal with the black MP Zion Abbott, Dawn Butler, racially, you know, abusing their own party. Madness. Absolute madness. (laughs) And also Jeremy Corbyn. I know you're not listening to his podcast, but if you are, we miss you. We need you back. He was really there, but come on. I know he was a bit idealistic. I know, I know, I know he wasn't like the low parties in love him, but you know what? I actually just missed the little bit of hope that he brought to politics. Thanks, Jeremy. Thanks, Jez. Latoya, I'm not even gonna get into this with you. All I need to seven say a mess. He's a mess. He's a mess. And we're gonna move on. We're moving on. 
Let me finish. Let me finish. Oh, God. So you said earlier. <laughs> so I'm so back on. No, I just can't deal with you. It's not even funny. You have the damn cheat to stand up there and be laughing. It's not funny. He's a mess. We miss you, but Jess. anyway, go ahead. Continue. I was going to say, you said mm. you became like a home baker. Um, yeah. I've got to say, I spent, and I'm still spending. Actually, I've been really good this month. Obscene amount of monies on Uber Eats and Deliveroo. <laughs> Obs- I should yeah. have shares. It's literally, yeah. I should have shares. Because... Do you know what? When the pandemic first started and we were at home, I was like, oh, I'm going to be cooking. Yeah, this recipe, that recipe. But you know what? The money started stacking up when I'm going to the supermarket. I'm going to the supermarket every day because there ain't no other shop open. So I'll go to the supermarket. So I'm just finding new ingredients every day. I'm going to make this. I'm going to make that. Not baking, though, because that's not my forte. And I will be using yeah. box cake mixes when my child oh. asks me when she's older because I'm not making it from scratch. I'm not that person. Sorry. Um, but I spent so much money on delivered food. I have to say the most disappointing of them all has got to be McDonald's. If you do not live within like, no, no, seriously. If you don't live within like a five minute drive of McDonald's being delivered to your house, forget, forget about it. Forget about it. It turns up chips are stocked like stale, cold, frozen burger. You know, it doesn't even look good when you see it when you have it in the first place. But imagine when it turns up and it's cold and the burgers are cardboard, the bread's all falling apart several times. Mm-hmm. I don't know why my address, but it always have the delivery driver on the bicycle. I want the motorbike. Yeah. The motorbike. <laughs> so when they come on the bicycle, you were, my drink is always spilled up in the bag. Ice all over the and gas. And make the chips soggy. So oh no! I know. And you know what? I, remember... yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You probably be looking forward to like McDonald's as you well, know? isn't it? And especially when yeah. you're pregnant because you don't have it that much. Yeah. I didn't have it that much. So I was like, okay, I'm having McDonald's. <laughs> and then it turns up. You know what? Delivery had me in spiritual bondage. I've broken. Soul ties are broken. No more. I have not done it this month. December. Yeah. We've been clean. No Uber Eats. No delivery. Because they got that small order thing as well, you know. When your meal is like under like £10, pounds, they want to lock another £5 on. Small order fee. Anyway, sorry, guys. Oh. You were... Oh, you were. Good. I think, no, I, I, don't, I don't know about the small order fee. No, I haven't. I'm, I'm, no, I'm always checking my emails for Uber discount. That's a Uber Eats discount, that's for sure. But yeah, I'm exactly the same with you. Uber Eats, Deliveroo. I mean, again, like, yeah, lockdown, I spent a lot of money on them food there. Um, and yeah. you know what I found myself doing? I was always, obviously, because I'm at home, Latoya, at one point where, you know, at what I would blink and I'm in the cupboard. We're in the cupboard for you. And there was times where I'd be actually be talking to myself. I'd be like, get out of the cupboard. You <laughs> do not need them biscuits. Get out of the cupboard. And I will put it, I'll be good, you know, close the cupboard door, go back and sit in the living room. I'm continuing to read. Then lo and behold, I'm like, open up my eyes. So, you know, I look up. You, Latoya, I've got the book in my hand. Where's you at? In the fucking cupboards again. Get out the cupboard, you Get out the cupboards because the cupboard is not your friend. Because irrespective whether or not there's been positives, right? There's definitely been some positives. Equally, yeah. there's been some negatives in this lockdown. One of the negatives, right, has definitely been my waistline. A hundred percent. Oh no. Hundred percent. I've been watching my waistline go from fucking east to west, bruv. That's it. I just be getting wide. <laughs> and the only reason why I carry it off is because I'm six foot two in it. But I ain't gonna lie. That, no, I can't do this anymore. Oh, I'm like, put it down. No. Put down the Chris put down the biscuits, put down the snacks. You do not need them snacks. You don't, And I'm just like, oh, you know what? It's lockdown, so I'm eating my feelings. No, you were. No, you need to go and do something. 
else too much. But yeah, no, the Uber Eats and the Deliveroo, yeah, we I think we kept them in business. I definitely we think we should get shares. Amazon 100%. as well. Amazon everyday delivery, everyday package. Should I give you an interesting fact about Amazon? I'm so sorry. I need to give you a really interesting fact about Amazon. How much money do you think Amazon, so the owner of Amazon made between the months of March to June? I'm trying it's to remember got, this stat that I it's saw. It's got to be millions, but I, I could not even estimate how much. Millions? Yeah, I think. Nah, babe. Not billions. He made billions. So oh I found God. out this really interesting fact yesterday, right? And I was like, oh my God. And it couldn't have come at a better time, obviously, as we're recording this episode, right? So yeah, it was, um, uh, the question is, according to analysis by the financial website Business Insider, how much personally richer in US dollars did Amazon boss Jeff but was it Bezos? Bezos become yeah. during the pandemic restrictions from March to June this year. And the answer is 48.6 billion. Wow. 48.6 billion. Crazy. I was like, um, crazy. That's not okay. <laughs> but you know what? I, no, yeah, I contribute to his, his fortune clearly. <laughs> Yeah, the amount of stuff I ordered. Like I didn't do food. I didn't go that far to do food shopping. Even though, let's talk about it for a second. Toilet roll gate. Let's talk about toilet roll gate. I'm banging my table. You people, yeah, that went and bought all that toilet roll. What, 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 what was going on? What was going through your mind at that point? Yeah, what was going through your toilet roll nappies? Like people buying things that they don't even buy. Beetroot. Why are you buying all the beetroot for? You don't even eat beetroot. Gone. Like why are you? Everything's gone. Like or like, you know. Oh my! I should have had shares in the supermarket. I should have had shares in the supermarket because I would have made money. Like it was insanity. So that is why even I turned to Amazon because I was like, what is the point of going to the shop mm. to like go and find I don't know some type of like. You know, you want like a tea or you want some coffee or whatever. I'm just like, you know, let me just order it from Amazon, yeah. buy it in bulk and get it delivered. Because I just felt like, I, A, I yeah. didn't want to queue because that was the other thing. You're queuing. And I think the queuing was making people panic more. So they're going in there and oh, I'm God, seeing yeah. people go crazy. People going crazy, ripping off the toilet roll, off of the shelves, chicken, meat. Like it was oh. just a madness. Hand sanitizer, there's a shortage. Walking down by a Tottenham, um, Notting Hill Gate, right? With with my boy Nase, walking down, ran into a shop now, getting a few cans of beer because we're having a nice little mooch, you know? Walking outside, having a drink. The man told me, to, I said, How much your hand sanitizer? The man told me, said, £12. I said, oh. Sorry. Yeah. He said, £12. I said, £12 for that one little deadly, deadly yeah. um, uh, hand sanitizer. Let's see, right, listen, I just walked out and kept yeah. it pushing. Yeah. I was like, you know what? Don't let me just go old school, you know, because I'll carry one little, little bottle of Evian water and a bar of soap and I'll keep washing my hands on the streets. <laughs> so true. <laughs> it would have actually been cheap for them to put, make little stands of like, so, like hand and, I can't even speak, like little sinks in the street. I know it sounds really weird, but imagine you had to buy the bus stop and you just had to wash your hand. Yeah. Before you got on the bus. I can't remember what country is in Africa. I want to say Kenya, but one of them, they have this. You can wash your hands in the street, basically, and then go about your business. So you're trying to tell me, like, you lot don't wash your hands most of the year. You lot don't wipe your ass most of the year because all of a sudden, now you need to buy all of this toilet roll or you need to buy all this hand sanitizer. Yeah. Yeah. But no soap, though. 
but the spices were still on the shelf. Anyway, that's a story for another day. But you know, <laughs> great grand for ya, great grand for ya. <laughs> I love it really, but you know, perspective people. We're gonna be at home cooking by the spices, isn't it? Like, no shit, you can't just dash in the chicken one da 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 a piece of salt, <laughs> you got salt and pepper. You're like, oh wait, hold on, let me do my garlic. <laughs> oh, you really pushing out the boat, bitch. <laughs> you want to make it super spicy, a little bit of cayenne pepper too, you know? Little bit cayenne pepper. Crazy. I mean, if any of our listeners did a little like spice recipe, feel free to reach out to me and Latoya because we, I think we're kind of like the spice king and queens. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I'm going to try and make my own kind of like chili sauce. I was going to try to do it for Christmas, but I kind of ran out mm-hmm. of time. But I think next year I might my own kind of like chili sauce made in marinade for like a like six months or something like that like try and buy like the hottest scotch bonnets yeah might dash in a bit of rare nephew rum just for the crack because everything tastes better with rare nephew rum it does it does it does you can jerk your chicken when you jerk chicken right and you put some uh, um you put like a red stripe if i was doing it like when i say back home look at me saying back home then there's me born (laughs) and bred in jamaica i'm born here guys but i have visited jamaica and obviously i spent quite a long period of my life in the caribbean (laughs) islands right but if i was to cook it like do you know what i mean like at home, it would be in the barrel drum. You just smoke yeah. up the jerk chicken. You put some red stripe and you put rain if you rum on it. Mad. I'm Listen. Gonna try that. I have a drum. Ooh. I'm yeah. going to try. I think we <laughs> have the drum. I don't have the drum. I'll try though. I do just know that cold adding it to chicken gives it a little bit of a chef's mm. kiss. It, it's good. You know? Yeah, I think, you know what? I appreciate you know? that during this lockdown that I can cook because. For all of you yeah. people that can't cook, bless your cotton socks. I don't know how you did, especially when Iceland was running out of like chicken nuggets or whatever, because there was. I'm done with you. <laughs> I'm done with you. I'm, I'm really thankful that I can cook because I thought to myself, if I want to make something, like I made myself fried chicken, I managed to master my mac and cheese because so I wasn't always a master of it, but I mastered mac and cheese, mm-hmm. you know, made jollof a couple of right. times, you know, quite a few different, just bring out like, the cookbooks, you know, made my own udon, udon nice. noodles everything I wanted I'm, yeah I mean I can cook so I was really throwing it Sunday, you're spending all that money in delivery and Uber Eats after a point you know, when I knew we weren't going back to work I said I can't do this no more every day God goes to the kitchen what am I housewife I don't think so I'm a working woman thanks so I'm not getting up to the kitchen to go and cook every day my name is not Susie May or whatever I, I, I'm, I, I'm not doing that so but that's when Uber Eats had me you know it's it's bad. I, I know it. it's bad. The next year, that's being cut off, and you know I'm not going awesome. to these resolutions now. But I definitely think 2020 has been a year to not forget. Actually, yeah, yeah, it's not forget it hasn't. Not and I think yeah, and I think you know what? I think we're a little bit. Um, I think as a society, I think we're uh, we're more men- mentally agile and probably yeah. resilient. For you know, actually, what next year would ho- uh, is going to hold? Um, but yeah, no, I think yeah, this year's been yeah one to remember for sure. Definitely, and I'd say as a piece of advice <laughs> to the British public right now, we, we, you, there's been a few mistakes that have been made. Okay, we're not going to politics, but you know what the biggest one is, so we're not going to go into that. All right, but what I need for the British public to do, I'm already ready. I'm studying. It's to study from our counterparts in France. They love a riot. Yeah. Okay. They love a riot. They smash things up. You know, the jacket yellow, or whatever they're called. Jacket yellow. What are they called? I don't know. Them people, the yellow vests. Yeah, I'm not saying we need to smash anything right. up. 
But I'm we- about to say, I think I understand. No, 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 we don't need to smash anything up. We don't. But I think as a society, we are indoctrinated to not have a say. We don't speak up. We just complain. People complain mm. and they vote the same government again. And then they want to, you know, you're throwing rocks and hiding your hands. What do you think is going on here? Like, why do you think it the way it is? Complain a government that, Yeah. A government that will not will let children yeah. starve. We'll say they're not going to bring no money out mm. and let children starve, but waste, what is it, 40 million on track and trace? That's not my government. That's the government you lot voted for. So this time, I hope you've learned your lesson. Yeah, because my man Boris told us at the beginning, get ready to lose your loved ones. He said it with his chest. He said yeah, it with his chest at a, you know, a press yeah. conference. I cannot believe people still stood there and said he's doing a good job when this man stood up there and said that. Okay, well, now he's hiding away with his 100 kids because, you know, he's got kids all over the UK, allegedly. Bad kids, you know. Allegedly, allegedly. but big, yeah, yeah. Bad. He's got at least over six. Yeah, what, what was the kids in? Tier one, tier two, tier three, four. <laughs> Which tier did he go and visit? Did you let the, t- the kids from tier two come to tier four? Anyway, let me not start. Him and Pri Patel, that's another one. Together. And Rishi, all of them together. But we said we're not doing politics. But let me just say to the British we're public. Doing, we're not. No, but thoughts, here we go. British public, we don't have to have the year that we had this year, okay? Now, I'm not saying we need to go break every damn rule because there is still a global pandemic going on. But I think, you know what you can do? Say it with your vote. Say it with your vote and make sure that the right people are in place so that we're not having to suffer like this anymore. It's not Now it's not even for me. I'm just thinking about the children. Because like even the Gen Zs, okay, millennials have been fucked over. We have been fucked over. But Gen Z, those people that didn't get their GCSE results, all their degrees, all that mess that happened in the summer, like their job prospects, like basically ruined, essentially. Mm -hmm. You know, that's not right. So next time, you know, let's let's have a little bit of foresight. And if not... Jacket Yeller, that's what we need to do. Whatever it's called. Look at you. I can't... You know what? I've just got images of like, you know, you in like some sort of beret, yeah. like, you know, baton, yeah. like, do you know what I mean? Like eyebrows, some killer red, like statement lipstick. Running on the day. I'm there with you, girl. Listen, you there with the banner. Snatched. Snatched. Snatched it up. I, I mean, I, I'm not going to smack anything up. I'm not that kind of person. I don't really like to see things broken, you know, but I, I, I'm, I'm there for a protest. You know, I feel like, actually this is a time when instead of for you to be moaning about I don't want to wear a mask it's my freedom it's my right imagine you know I don't want to wear a mask okay cool don't wear a mask then right instead of you to be making up your noise because black people want to go protest for Black Lives Matter there were protests for Shukri Abdi there was protests for all sorts of things going on yeah we need to also now go and protest to say this is not right you know NHS should not be struggling you know people's grandparents should not be dying by themselves in hospital let's let's take back a little bit of you know what I mean? Agreed. It's that just common sense. Yeah. Like people, I this is my last point. Sorry, my last last point, and then I'm done. She's on her own. I don't understand why when I go to the supermarket, it says donate food after I've gone through the trolley. But I'm in a place that sells food. So why am I having to donate the food that I've paid for when there's a conglomerate that actually stocks food that could actually give food for free to people that need it? But whereas I have to pay them so they're not losing any money to then give food out of my trolley or basket that thing always i never understand it because we're in a place that sells food so actually the owners should be donating the food to people that need it not saying that i shouldn't either but it doesn't make any sense anyway you you can make it a light touch no that's what (laughs) 
Make it a light touch. Make it a light touch. No, I, I, okay. <laughs> I agree with you. A light touch. Okay. This might be, um, not my, well, my other closing thought. This is just a random, random fact, right? And I know you guys are probably be like, what the hell is wrong with him? Right. But just to kind of like, that was your closing point. I agree with everything that you said. There's nothing more that I need to add, but random facts, right? You know, on the, the 8th and the 9th of, uh, February this year, yeah. right? So the 9th of February was my birthday. You know, a Boeing 740 seven or Boeing 737 traveled from um, New York JFK to London in under five hours because it rode the jet stream that's never been done before because obviously the time that it takes right from like Heathrow to from from UK to, to New York's about six hours right on a good day you might get there like five hours like 45 minutes right but un- like literally under five hours under five hours so I think it was like four hours and like 30 minutes and that's like phenomenal like it rode the jet stream and I was just like I found out that interesting fact and I was just like winning and that was the same time that Storm Kira uh, hit down in, in London do you remember the for my birthday you came into the pub you come into the pub you were like this you were I've travelled <laughs> I look weathered. I'm not gonna lie, girl. The week was kicked left out, left, right, and centre. Like I'm surprised you had your eyebrows on. Like it was a madness. You literally, you opened the door. You were wet. You were just like, you were just like, I'm trying for Mitchum, bruv. She was just like, my hair. Like I, I'm, as I said, my eyebrows were doing a lot. I didn't even know if you had eyebrows on anymore. I had to get you some tissue. I was like, darling, do you want to sit down and have a drink? Like, I'm so grateful that you made it all the way from where, from where you were yeah. coming from. I but yeah, Storm, storm Kara matched us down quickly. Do you remember the storm? <laughs> I think the storm literally blew you into the pub, you know? Blew you into the pub. And I'm looking at you like, I think these time there, I had like a tracksuit on. I was like, there's no way I'm getting public transport. So I just got an Uber. And obviously it's just up the road for me, it? so it wasn't too bad. But literally, I think you were probably the one guest that got blown into the pub. I did. Like blown into the pub. I, like, did. I was like, okay. I was like, but you know what, girl, you're here now. Have a drink. Uh, and you know, <laughs> at that point, fun fact, I was suffering from morning sickness at that point. So the wind was blowing oh me. Oh my God. I was dying. Look at that. I was dying. No, you're ride or die, bruv. You're ride or die, Latoya. I've got trouble for it. They, they do know this for me. You're ride or die. Going on. But yeah, like, this has been a very fun chat. <laughs> it has been a fun chat. It hasn't been as bad as 2020 hasn't been as bad when you sort of can look back on it like and be like, okay, yeah. that happened. But I mean, I, re- I am. Yeah. You know what? No matter what happens, I think I've just decided I'm going to have a good 2021. That's it. Yeah. I'm going to. Yeah. No matter what adversity or, or things happen, obviously things happen and sometimes emotionally it's, it's draining or whatever, but I'm going to try, I'm putting my best foot forward for 2021 at least to try yeah. and make the best yeah. of any situation that I've got. I'm going to try, I think. We'll see how yeah, it goes. Okay. Well, guys, that was our a little special You Get Snatched um, mini-sode, although it's not a mini-sode, an episode, I should say now. Um, just reflecting back on 2020, um, we hope that you guys enjoyed the episode. Um, thank you so much, guys, for all the feedback that obviously you've been giving us and sending us the dilemmas. Remember, um, obviously, this will be live on Spotify and equally SoundCloud. If you haven't already, guys, obviously follow our Instagram page, so snatched.podcast, so you can get the latest updates and kind of information of when the episodes we're releasing um but until then uh 2020 has been a madness for all of us but um you know what we move to improve that's what we do we move to improve so guys until the next episode have a great day wherever you are great evening um and we'll speak to you later Bye. bye